episode of Double Thought Dimension. I'm your host, Derek. Today, we're joined again by... Tony, his wife. Once again, nice to greet everybody. Today's episode is going to be about disguises. I'm actually super pumped for this episode because we watched this like documentary thing on it and it blew my mind. And now I wonder if anything and anyone is real. So I hope you guys like it as much as I do. It should be interesting, at least to us. Maybe you'll find it interesting. I don't know. But before we get to that, I would like to thank the people that listen to our podcast. We have two sustaining members, Chelsea and Izzy. Izzy recently re-upped on the sustaining, and Chelsea has, has been going strong. And together, they are the dual um, producers of this podcast. Without them, I don't know what we would do. Uh, I would also like to thank Behind the Schemes podcast. And all the people that are on the chat during the live episodes, uh, to include Turbo Faggot, Midas. Which we listened to the song. Which one was That's that? That's Junta. Junta? T- Junta, yeah. Uh, we listened to your song and it was awesome. So, yeah, you need to keep working with that stuff. That's great. Yeah, we both liked the song. And Tony also was like, man, this sounds really familiar. It's really... Really good. It, like, your voice sounds like, I cannot place it per se, but there's a song that, I don't know, it, it sounds eerily similar. But anyway, you done good. Keep on with it. Love it. Yeah. Uh, everyone else on the chat, um, Booberry, Lavish, Corkess, Midas, Turbo Faggot, um, Junta, uh, Sir Bimrose, uh, anyone else listening? I noticed there was someone listening, possibly in Iceland. Um, if you ha- are listening in Iceland, cheers to you, man and man or woman in Iceland. I also saw someone in Russia, in Minsk. Good day to you, Minsk person, possibly. One South American, somewhere in Chile, possibly. Um, where were some other ones? A couple in Australia somewhere. Somewhere in the hell of Australia, Someone's listening to the podcast, or at least tried to. Uh, my hat's off to you for listening, because we're really far away from there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you might possibly not even speak English, and you're still listening to an English-only podcast. So, right on. If you are in Iceland, Australia, or Minsk, um, shoot us an email at dtdimension at protonmail.com. It would be interesting to hear some... Uh, whatever you got going on in your country, because i never been to Iceland or Russia or South America, and I don't know what's going on. You've never been to Australia either. Or Australia. I've only been to Europe and the Mexico. Middle East and Mexico. Yeah, that's it. I think that's it. I went to Canada once when I was a child. But yeah, I've never I been to Canada. I don't really remember it. But... And I've never been to regular Mexico. I've only been to... Because um, Cozumel and Puerto Vallarta are uh, yeah, they're islands, like... right? Or they're like well, I don't think I don't whatever. think Puerto Vallarta is Cozumel. Where we go, there's a mainland and a island, but we always go to the island. Yeah. Okay. Well, either way, I've never been to uh, Iceland, Minsk, or Australia, so it would be interesting to hear what you guys got going on over there. In yeah. Those what's countries. it like in your part of the world, especially with the the vid bullshit going on? What's it like? Yeah. I mean, it? according to the news, it's hell. 
Um, it's extreme hell in Australia. I, I have no clue what's happening in Iceland, and I don't know anything about what's happening in Russia. What I've noticed, though, is anytime uh, people talk about these countries and how shitty they are, you go there, and it seems pretty similar to anywhere else I, I've ever been. <laughs> there were parts of uh, Iraq that I went to that, I, I mean, it, it felt like Albuquerque. It felt like uh, the South Valley in Albuquerque a couple times. Um, same thing in Europe. The, I mean, there's places in Germany where it's very similar to where we live now in Wisconsin. So it would be interesting to hear what you have to say if, if there is any interesting uh, goings on in your part of the world. Okay, uh, that just about does it for the intro. Uh, the What do they call that? I don't fucking know. It's called something. Oh, like the business. There's That's the business side. We've got the business taken care of now. We're on to the meat of the episode, which is about disguises. The reason we decided to do this episode is we watched this video of this man who had a full silicone bodysuit on that made him look like a Chinese woman. Yeah, okay. So I'll explain this, all right? Because this, it just blew my mind. There's this chick standing there, right? She looks like this. Hot Asian, the only thing that's slightly abnormal is that she's got really big knockers, you know, but she's standing there naked and you're like, okay, well, what the fuck, you know? All of a sudden, she grabs her face and stretches it out and we're like, the fuck? And then all of a sudden lifts up from about the belly button and lifts up and there's a man chest underneath and then slides down um, these, I don't know what they are, some sort of either pants or, or nylon stuff. Or it might be silicone, silicone I, I don't know. Um, and yeah, it's all man, but I mean, it's a pretty detailed and pretty up close. Uh, yeah, the, the camera's probably like three feet away, five feet right. away or less. And I mean, I, ne- I mean, I never, I never would have even questioned it. I'd have been like, okay, there's a hot Asian naked lady just hanging out here, I guess. Ugh, I mean, and then we went into some of the other ones that they did. They just had them out walking around like little old people. And basically everything that you were, they did the opposite to you or whatever in, in that clip or whatever. Yeah. But it blew my mind because I'm like, well, who the fuck is real? You know, like <laughs> I even asked Derek. I'm like, are you fucking real? Pull in your face. What the fuck? Yeah. So that gave us the idea to do this uh, uh, episode about disguises. So the first thing I want to get into uh, talking about is... Are intelligence services deploying people in disguises around the U.S. and the world? Oh, for sure they are. I mean, I okay. In my head, I always pictured them having like disguises when they go do business with other countries. I could understand that, but I never pictured them to be as real as they are. Like I could literally touch their face and not know. Yeah. You know, and then it got me thinking. Well, fuck. Why haven't I ever thought about that? Maybe that's what our president. Did president is doing maybe that's what our congress people are who knows you know like it just now it makes me wonder when i go to the fucking grocery store like the chick checking me out what are you (laughs) uh please can i tug on your face yeah you know am i gonna have to start pretending that i'm blind so i can touch people's faces just to see who's real and who's not like the fuck yeah so we know for sure that intelligence agencies are using disguises which everyone knows that but we kind of thought um, that the disguises were more in the lines of like a wig, a mustache, glasses, uh, changing your clothes real quick to the opposite of something you'd wear, right. um, shit like that. 
but not like a full silicone bodysuit thing that makes you look like a different person, like completely yeah. to where you can't tell that that's a man or you can't tell it's a woman. Right. Um, we didn't really think it was to that level. And imagine if you can fool on camera, you know, and you can fool on uh, in person. So how do we are we supposed to know if when we're watching the news or the TV or anything or anything? How, how are we supposed to know that it's not just this is not just a, a complete act like we're watching a play. Right. Exactly. And, and this whole scenario is put on by professional actors who are um, wearing bodysuits. Uh, right. You know? And so and then we watched this one video, too, of that lady and she did meet the president in disguise and she had like, I mean, sitting, you know, probably two, three feet away from him and had a full blown conversation for what did she say? It was like 30 minutes or something. Yeah. There was a bunch of people in the room, too. Yeah. like Yeah. There was a room full of people and she's having a conversation with the president because she's part of the CIA or something. And she was in disguise for like 30 minutes of it and then had to reveal herself to it. So it'd be like you and me sitting next to each other now. Having a full-blown conversation, all of a sudden you rip your fucking face off and you're Hello Kitty. Yeah. What the fuck? I mean, that's what she did and he had no idea. You know what I mean? Well, did he really have no idea? I don't know because I think they probably, the president probably does it too. Like, that's pro- we probably don't know who the fuck he really is, you know? Right. So in this clip that we watched, uh, this lady was giving a TED Talk and they gave, went over all the things. She was the chief of disguises at that time in, in the CIA. She became the head of disguises. Mm-hmm. But this was in like 1990 or, or 1989, around there. It was with George H.W. Bush. So she had clearance to give this TED Talk and, and explain all this information about these masks because they're so outdated that it's not even, it's irrelevant right. to the current state of the technology. So if in 1990, a lady was able to put on a full face silicone mask and disguise and fool the president in an in-person meeting. What is the level of the technology right now? Right. They could probably just hit a button and a laser beam like hits your face and then we're all illusioned to it, but we can't see the laser beam hitting your face or some weird shit like that. Like a hologram over our face just as we're in public or something, something crazy like that. Right. So that that's what led us to want to pursue this a little further. And just um, it just makes me wonder now about the news and all world leaders, any, but pretty much anyone who's in power, because it doesn't really make much sense for like me and you to be in disguises. No, it doesn't. We but I no... still I still got to wonder now. Right, right. But we seeing that we shit. have no need to be in disguises because we're not trying to disguise Ooh, yeah, ourselves. We're not trying to fool anyone. Uh, but world leaders and, and people in power, I could see why they would want to be in a disguise at certain times because they are, they have control. And if anyone has control over something, it's possible that they could lose control and they might want to keep it. So I could understand even using disguises by world leaders purely so they could just go out and do stuff without being recognized. Right. Like, and that's what I was just thinking. I was thinking, for whatever reason, Miley Cyrus popped into my head like, oh, maybe she'd like to go out and not have to have deal with people. She could wear, benefit from this. Right. So, and if if world leaders and people in intelligence services can just put on a suit and go outside and no one knows who they are, why would they ever 
be telling us the truth during press conferences yeah, like and why, all these other times. Yeah, like why stop there? Like if they can do it for recreational purposes just to get out, you know, and be literally anyone and anything that they want to look like or whatever, why wouldn't they do that when they're on camera, you know? Like why wouldn't they be deceptive? Because they have the opportunity to be a deceptive. Yeah, not only that, but what if the world leader is just not feeling good that day? Or what if they're supposed to do this press conference, but maybe the world leader is not good at it mm-hmm. as pub- public speaking. But we've got this actor who is really good at public speaking mm-hmm. and is the same height, same weight as the president. And this is all on camera. So, I mean, we could do voiceover dubs uh, over later. You know, we could just do the acting portion and then dub it later mm-hmm. as long as they're lip syncing correctly. Right. Or reading from a teleprompter. Uh, I mean, how, how is the yeah, but even, viewer supposed to know? Even that, they probably have voice things, too, that, you know, you just put something in your mouth or something or, or have something at the base of your throat or something on the outside on your clothing, on your shirt collar or something that changes your voice when you're speaking already. I bet they have that technology already. If, if that was 1990 or 1989, that realistic-looking shit... I can't even imagine what they got going on now. Yeah. So I wouldn't even think, oh, they probably don't even have to edit. They probably just do something or attach something to the person. And, oh, now you sound exactly like Joe Biden or you sound exactly like, I don't know, yeah. Queen Latifah. Whoever, whatever. whoever they whoever right. they want to uh, be impersonating. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of uh, makes you wonder if everything you're watching on TV is purely a... Uh, it's like you're watching a play and all the people you're watching might not even be real. It might be someone else. (laughs) Well, and I think that like just earlier I was listening to the radio and they were talking about, you know, COVID bullshit and whatever. And some of it just made no sense. The other day they had something that said, you know, the new variant, uh, there's basically no symptoms at all, but the new variants out. And I just, I, that's what I was thinking. Like we're living in an unrealistic world. We're, we're, we're living in a skit. At this point. Yeah, uh, there's a new variant of a, a supposed disease that is almost exactly like the flu. But now there's a new variant of it. That has no symptoms. That has no symptoms. So you don't know if you have it. Uh, but don't, you know, get vaccinated some more. Do all this. It just uh, doesn't make much sense. And, and it's um, getting to the point of. Uh, maybe these this, this disguises business is starting to look a little bit more plausible uh, in the current state of affairs. Um, it might have seemed a little bit harder to think about back in the day. But now with things turning the way that they are on a daily basis, it just doesn't... Nothing is making sense or adding up. And, and these disguises might be real, for all I know. Well, they... I mean, they definitely are a thing because we watched... Right. Them do that to them. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. And it blew my mind. Like, I, I just couldn't even, I, I I don't know. I couldn't even make words. I was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, it was, it was really disturbing. Very disturbing because, I mean, it was so realistic. Like, I, I kept thinking, like, yes, there's this beautiful woman here, but say a man walks in or whatever, and they're, I mean, you wouldn't know. Like, he could be fucking that thing and... You don't know. It's gross. I don't know. Yeah, it's it just is weird and disturbing. Yeah, I'm I'm having a hard time with this, as you can tell. <laughs> Struggling. Yeah, it's weird, um, but it's also made me think about another area. You know, like 
just how many people work in non-official covers uh, as a part of um, spy organizations? Oh, yeah, because even that lady said, like, sometimes it takes years to, like, get in to areas that you want to know, like, say, if it's a drug thing or a business deal or whatever. Sometimes you have to be, like, in their clique for years and years, you know, so you have to be that person. You have to literally obtain a fake life and whatever else. Well, how many of that is just out and about in the public to to get information or to survey things or just see what it is like as a common person or whatever, you know, they can do anything they want with this. Yeah. So it made me wonder how many people are working in non-official covers. And if there's a lot, then that means that on a daily basis or maybe, or at least on a yearly basis, you might come in contact with someone who is a complete fake of a person um, that's, who knows what they're doing for whatever clandestine reasons that is going on in the government and their entire life story is made up because mm-hmm. they're, they're not, they're, they're spying, mm-hmm. they're spying for whatever purpose. So did you find out how many are typically just in non-official like that? Yeah. So I looked up this, uh, thing, um, it's a report from the Pentagon. Um, but there's a, uh, organization that uses signature reduction or it might even be, just be called signature reduction. I'm not sure exactly, but it was talking about that it was about 60,000 people are a, a part of it. Just in the U.S. or worldwide? Or? Um, just in the U.S. Just in the U.S. Okay, so 60,000, you know. Yeah, it's... I mean, 60,000 people are just walking around in the U.S., going to jobs and paying their taxes, having a driver's license. And all of that information is just purely fake. And they're yeah, they're not real. They're not real. They're real, but really, they're but their 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 persona is not. Their look is not right. They're working in clandestine for clandestine purposes. And I'm not even saying that that's bad per se. I mean, maybe there's something going on. There's always a, a reason to to do class clandestine work. Mm-hmm. That's just reality. But when you've got uh, sixty thousand or more, who knows how, how many there really is, of people who are in a non-official covers, who is overseeing this operation and who is um, has oversight? Does Congress have the list of all the people who are in, on non-official covers? Who is making sure that they're following the Constitution, um, Yeah, laws? and are there, like, are there, like, rules with this, too? You know, like, you can't fraternize or whatever with people and you know right. what I mean because you're not real right well in the army um it's typically not ever been allowed for someone in the army to be a part in non-official covers doing spying mm-hmm. that that's the job of the CIA but in the last you know 20 years ever since the GWAT the global war on terrorism ever since that started G- uh special forces has pretty much become integrated with the CIA at this point mm-hmm where we're doing joint operations with the CIA on high-level raids all over the world. So there's people who are from the Army, uh, Navy, Air Force, and Marines who are working so closely with the CIA, doing all kinds of different types of operations. But who is overseeing, like, say, a Yeah, like, where Army does all personnel... that information go to who's heading it to... To say, hey, this is what we're doing with this information. Like somebody, some leader is. You would think that, that that's what I, I'm not sure of because it, how many people are there? What are they doing? 
what's their real life story? Who are they for real? Right. And um, if they do something wrong, who is holding them accountable? Right. If they don't exist and they're and they're fake, at least on paper. Uh, in the army, if you do commit a war crime or commit uh, some sort of you break the law in some way. You're under the Uniform Code of Military Justice, and you'll have to go to a court for whatever. You know, you don't go to civilian court. But the CIA um, doesn't have the same type of thing. They're under the Department of State, not the Department of Defense. Mm-hmm. And who, um, if is there a Geneva Convention for spies? And the U.S. is not supposed to be spying inside the, the borders of the United States. So well, this says right there that it does. I know that's what I mean. Like who who is in control in control of these people? What organizations do they work for? And if they commit murder or commit crimes or or anything, who is has who the jurisdiction right. over them? Because if I'm just a fake person with a fake life with a fake everything, and I'm I'm doing um, spying, yeah, and I got a fa- I got a fake social security card, a fake birth certificate, all that, and I go and kill someone. Well, it wasn't me that did it. Right, like you know, who it was... is prosecuting them? Who is wh- what's going to happen? Is, is there any sort of framework for that? And if there is, it would be interesting to know. You know, yeah. Uh, obviously, we don't need to know the names. We don't need to know anything like that. But it would be nice to know if there's somebody who is keeping track of it and that they're following the laws like like we have to. Mm-hmm. Like I can't just you know, I, I want to do class. I, I want to do some clandestine work. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to create a fake identity for myself and go about society, get jobs under fake names because I'm trying to find out something. Mm-hmm. I can do that if I want, but I'm, if I do something illegal, like not pay my taxes or not do this or that, I will be prosecuted. And then when they find out that I have all these fake identities and all this stuff, they're going to start to wonder what the hell is going on and who am I and what, how many crimes have I committed? What have I done? Who am I? Right. So if you're working in a clandestine role, how do you, um, if you do something wrong, what happens? Right. And I mean, it's not quite the same thing, but like how many times do you see on those true crime shows that some person just made up a fake identity, they made a fake social security card and birth certificate and did that and it's fraud, you know, because they're not a real person. So how are these? How? Yeah. What? What's the difference? You know? Yeah. Like, I don't want to be me anymore. So I'm going to make this new me and whatever and just go about my life and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, then they get arrested and they're like, oh, well, it's fraud because you don't, this person doesn't exist. And it's like, well, okay. But obviously you guys are doing it too. Right. So isn't that in a crime in itself there? That's what I mean. Uh, like in the army, you have rules and they're written down. Mm-hmm. If you break them, you have to pay. Mm-hmm. Is there rules and are they written down? And if they break the rules, do they have to face consequences? I mean, I would assume there would be, just I don't know. I would assume too. Uh, that's, that's, what, that's what I'm asking and I'm wondering. And that's one of the points of this podcast right now is just who knows and is there any rules and who, who will they have to pay the rules? Who will they have to pay? Who, yeah, who oversees them, basically. Who oversees them. Right. If there's so many people that are just running running around in the U.S. and around the world who are fake, completely fake, they don't need masks because everything is fake about them. Mm-hmm. But then you also have this hyper-realistic mask business. How do we just, just... It just poses the question of how can we trust 
anything that's happening. Well, I mean, most uh, most of the people listening already don't. Uh, but now it's just like, if you, if you really take a step back, yeah, how can you trust anyone when all they're doing is trying to fool us? And now they're even telling us that they've been trying to fool us. You know, with this information that says right there, one, we're willing to break our own rules because we're creating fraud by creating fake people. B, we're... Um, telling you that we've been doing basically operations within the U.S. for whatever fucking purpose that it may be. It just, and we're, we're not real people. We're, we're, we don't look the same. We don't, we don't have the same names. We're, you know, we're, we're literally giving you a facade everything and we're just supposed to trust you. You know, it's kind of like, I don't know, a shitty relationship or something, you know. Uh, actually, my name isn't John. It's, I don't know. Bill. Bill and... Um, I, I, I don't work as an auto salesman. I'm actually a janitor or whatever. Like most people would be pretty upset by that information. So why aren't we upset that they're using this stuff on us all the time? And you know? if you're doing clandestine work and you're trying to spy on a foreign enemy or something, or you're trying to maybe, I'm not saying it's bad per se. It's, it's just a weapon of war. It's a tactic. Right. You know, uh, I understand that, but not within our own you know, our own home for one. And two, I want some reassurance here. Like you're telling me that you're putting people out there to fool us for whatever purpose. Uh, at least tell us that purpose. What is it for? Like, what are you using these people for in our own country? What, what are you doing that you're wanting to talk to us or whatever the situation is, I guess? Yeah. You know, I want some reassurance here. What, what is it that you're doing? Because now I don't trust you. Right. And it this leads me to believe, not believe, it just leads me to question, uh, especially over the last 18 months since since March of 2020, everything that we've been told, if you believe your eyes and your ears while you're watching TV, um, you're being told that there's this evil virus, um, it's going to kill you. And not only will it kill you, but you're going to give it to your grandma and it's going to kill her. So we're going to have to make sure you, you don't have freedom anymore because this virus is, is we're in a pandemic mm-hmm. um, and we you have to do all these certain things that we say because of these reasons. But then you go outside and you go around in society. Uh, I never stopped working that entire time. I, I was doing the same same exact stuff. And what they were saying on TV wasn't lining up with reality. Yeah, what was what was happening? And I was in the hospital multiple times, and none of them were overflowing. You know, even when I was in LA, none of them were overflowing like they were saying on the news. Like we were literally sitting in that um, it's like a weird apartment thing right next to the hospital where I had to have surgery at or whatever. But I mean, it was like right after I had surgery my like first or second day back, and we're watching it, and they're talking about like the neighboring hospital. I'm like, none of that's true we were just there no yeah you know like so if they can do that kind of stuff why wouldn't they have fake people on fake tv telling you fake shit right how how can we possibly believe the leaders when not only is it possible that they're wearing a disguise that they've already proven to us that that their technology is so old that the new technology is probably 20 times better how can we possibly believe anything they say when when we go outside, it doesn't match up with what they say, and with this information of the masks and the possibility of being in disguises, 
how can how really can we trust them at all in any way? Right. We've never met them. We've never seen them in real mm-hmm. life. We've never uh, held a conversation with them, and they're dictating our 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 everyday experience is being dictated by these people. Right. Especially when we live in such a drastically different like environment than they do. You know, we actually have to work really hard for money and, you know, get up and do a nine to five. That That's not their lifestyle. That's not the way they live. They don't have to worry about their electricity going off. They don't have to worry about any of that stuff. So the fact that they're doing all this dubious shit and then telling all of us when we've never met them, never had any, you know, we have nothing to do with them and they have no understanding of the way we live. They're telling us what to do. None of it makes any sense. And now... It's like, well, fuck, they're, they might not even be who they say they are at all, you know? <laughs> right. This, this whole thing can, is, might just be a gigantic play that we're, we're watching. And, and s- some people are fully in on this play and, and think it's real. Mm-hmm. And then there's other people that are seeing that there may, maybe there's some strings being pulled up above yeah, the stage. And these right. are, maybe these are just puppets dancing yeah. to the, you know, their marionettes, possibly. Uh, and once once you see the marionette guy operating the puppet, um, the play it doesn't is not as interesting anymore. Right, the illusion is gone. <laughs> the 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 fun illusion, the whimsicalness of it is gone. I wonder that sometimes too, if our president is just a puppet too, like you know. Right, I I, I that... always thought that he was for sure. I always thought that he was a some sort of a just a puppet that they pick. You know, the the real leaders pick this puppet to be. Someone they can buy off, basically, to do what they want and blah, 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 and just be the face, you know? Like, they don't have to do any of the work, really. It's just he's the face. Yeah, just the figurehead. But now it's like, well, maybe he's literally just a figurehead, like, literally. Right. By being a guy wearing a mask of the guy. Right. Yeah. Which I never really thought that was the case. I never did until I watched this thing, and then it was like, oh, my God, if they can do this, they can do anything. Uh, while while I was doing the research, I was looking up companies. Um, oh my gosh! About these shut up realistic masks, and so there's lots of companies out there. Just type it in when you go um on to DuckDuckGo or whatever you use. Type it in, and you'll see that there's a whole um industry on making silico- silicone masks. Um, and they are very realistic looking they're very realistic but these are the ones that they're showing the public so again if they're showing these ones to the public which look very realistic in themselves think of what they have oh my god it moves ew its mouth moves it moves just like a person right so and right it blinks and shit right now we're watching a video of a guy who's wearing a hyper realistic mask and the guy i'm telling i'm saying it looks weird something looks weird about it but it looks but if he was very... just walking down the street, you would never... No, no. If he was just walking down the street and you saw him on the street, it's just another guy. Yeah, like his, his mouth moves with his mouth. His eyes move with his eye. Like, it's weird. Okay, now he's going to take the mask off. Ew, it moves like skin. Yeah, so now the guy it is stretches like skin. taking the mask off. And now the mask's off. And it's obviously a mask. And this guy probably doesn't look anything like what oh my gosh and again i'm reiterating it i know but if these are the ones they're showing us oh my good lord like these are the ones that we could buy 
I can't even imagine the type of shit they have. Yeah, it's uh, very strange. And imagine uh, everything you thought, but also that these people are wearing masks too. Uh, we're going to watch another video here. We're just watching it because uh, Tony didn't get to watch these videos. And oh, there's I Dr. Fauci. See, Look. I want to see her reaction. There's Dr. Fauci with his weird throat line. Right now what we're watching that? a video of Dr. Anthony Fauci, the spokesperson of the COVID-19 thing. And he, you can see this line where his neck meets his tie. And there's a weird flap. It look it looks like the mask didn't get tucked in all the way. Oh, um, look at that one. He's got completely different colored skin. Now we're watching a different one with Joe Biden. He's given an, an interview and they're pointing to right below, below his neck, between his neck and his shirt. And it's a totally different color skin. And it looks like there's a there's an obvious separation between the face and and the neck. Completely different skin tone. It's very weird looking, and my question is this. Why is this? How is this possible? Oh, Simpsons there. You have a little clip that showed the Simpsons predicted this in whatever episode, so it's got to be real then. Yeah, there's that old Simpsons episode where uh, Homer um, takes the masks off the presidents, and underneath it's just those two aliens. It's very weird. I, I I, I think we're living in a false world. Yeah. And I think everything we've ever thought, everything we've ever believed, everything we've ever learned has been um, total lies uh, so that they can keep us trapped in some sort of prison um, that they've created for us. And we don't know up from down. Right. <laughs> well, seriously, once if you go and search the hyper realistic mask videos or, or whatever, I hope you're as blown away as I am because that literally, because I mean, I know there's conspiracy shit out there and I, or it's not even conspiracy. I know there's things that are true that we're not told are true. Um, but this just blew my mind because now it's like, yeah, now it makes sense. Nobody's real. All this shit is fake. Like it's just, it was like my solid moment where I was like, yep, <laughs> it's all, it is. It's all <clears throat> fake. Every last bit of it. Yeah. So... Are we living in a manufactured reality where people are wearing masks and every time we turn on the TV, it's just a skit that's been rehearsed multiple times and everything that's happening is a production purely for for us to be shaped in our opinions and to be controlled? Because uh, how many times have you ever witnessed the aftermath or the reality of of a news story in real life? The only time I can really think in my in my own personal life is I went to New York a- after 9/11 in like 2003 or 2 and I we went to the Ground Zero part and it was just a big huge scene of um a, a big gate and uh rubble with like it's still smoldering almost mm-hmm. with uh so I heard that a news story, you know, 2001 and I saw I saw it in real life seeing that okay they said there's no towers anymore i now i see it mm-hmm. but how many news stories do you hear of and you never you never see it how would you ever know you're just taking a word for it right like even the natural disasters not natural disasters accidents whatever if you weren't there you just don't know you know because we were talking about that the other night like like the waukesha stuff you know uh 
unless you were physically there to witness it, how do you know that that even really happened? And it wasn't just a stage something to put something on the news or whatever. And I'm just using that as an example. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm just using that as an example because I was not there. I physically did not see it. I've never been to Waukesha. I've never, yeah, I've lived Wisconsin my whole life. I've never been to Waukesha. Didn't know it was even a place that really existed. So, you know, how do you know? Like, do you know Kyle Rittenhouse's family and friends? Do you know any of that? Like, you know, they have green screens. They can change the background to anything. They can change a person to look like anyone or anything. So how do we know anymore? Yeah, how do we know? And even if you do go to the scene, how can you figure out that what they said on the TV matches up? I mean, you can go interview, I guess, the people who were physically there. But even them, how do they know they're not watching a live action play themselves? Right. I mean, kind of like how that would one, you ever know? Kind of like that one movie. What was it? Is it Game Night or something like oh, that? Oh, where they where they go to yeah, uh, they, kidnap the pe- the couple and then... Yeah, so they're all like playing games, you know, a bunch of friends are playing games. Well, a guy actually comes in and kidnaps the host or whatever. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is great. Great game night, you know. Why, you know, maybe that's what we're dealing with here is we're all just sitting here like, oh, yeah, look at all this shit happening when really it's like really happening or not really happening. It's right. It's a staged play thing. Yeah. Like, how would you know if you're just out at the store and you suddenly uh, something happens, some sort of event happens and you go outside to look at it and you see what's happening? How would you know that this hasn't been this isn't a play? Because it would would seem real because you're just watching it like, holy shit. And then you would go tell other people like, man, I saw this shooting. I saw this uh, accident. I saw this or that. But how would you know that that wasn't just a play? Right. uh, Because now we know that there's people that have these hyper-realistic masks. So they're hired actors in hyper-realistic whatever. They're supposed to go in with a gun. They're supposed to go in and do this, blah, blah, blah. And they'll get paid a giant sum of money. And then it's on the news and blah, blah, blah can't find that person, you know, or whatever the situation is. Yeah. You know, how do you know it wasn't a stage something? Yeah. Like it's this, this idea of these masks and the, the amount of people who are possibly in non-official covers and the, the unrealness of the news uh, and the, the measures that they want to put us on, it's all adding up to, I can't trust the news or the media or anything I see hardly other than just my going off my own intuition and what is happening in my community. Uh, that seems to be real for the most part, as far right. as I can tell. Like I said, I'm just going to start touching people's faces from now on and <laughs> stretching them out and see what happens. Yeah. I don't know. It, I don't trust none. Yet. Yeah. It's scary. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I would say we might be living in a false reality where everything is staged for us so that they can take control of us. Is that what's happening? It might be. Like I said, this is the one that connected it all for me. I was like, yep, everything's fake. <laughs> Every last thing. There's fucking yetis. There's fucking portals. There's fucking everything. Every conspiracy theorist. They're all true. They're all true, this most is, likely, and this is what and, connected it, for and me. everything that we've been, that we've ever been told, and everything we've ever watched. Um, now it's a, it's a, it's suspect. Um, so we'll just have to start over. You know, trust levels out of zero now. Yeah. Uh, maybe broken the trust. Uh, <laughs> this is how we got to move forward: is with caution, um, <laughs> question everything. Yep. 
Yeah, so now I, I say this from now on. I was uh, giving this example to my son the other day and daughter. I said, whenever you're watching TV or reading the news or, or you're getting information from a source, go into that as if you're going into a war. So you're armed. You have your sidearm. You have your primary weapon. You have multiple grenades. You're, you're ready. You've got your med kit. You've got everything you need because you're about to enter a war. Um, so <laughs> think of it like that. It's every a mental time, war every time you turn the TV on. Yeah, think about that every time you turn on the TV, every time you hear the, no, the news, air quotes, news on the radio, every time you see a new event that they're, that they're telling you is important, go into it with a mental mindset of now you're at war uh, and you need to put, seek cover and seek um, shelter. from. Um, sir, you spit on me. <laughs> Gross. Whoops. Yeah, whoops, he says. Luckily, you're just listening to this podcast and you're not here live because <laughs> in the live version, you might get a flying spit. Spit wad. <laughs> just can't keep your slobber off of me, can you? Jeez. <laughs> but yeah, uh, go into all mainstream sources uh, with your full kit on, um, at least nine um, full mags of um, 556. At least three mags of nine mil. Okay, we're getting a little, <laughs> a little escalated nine, here. Nine grenades and you know your front plate, back plate, side plates, um, and a helmet. Go into all stories like that, and then you'll at least be somewhat protected. Your brain will be somewhat protected from the show that's about to be put on for you. And with that, that pretty much does it for today. Thank you for listening. If you would like to learn more or uh, find any more information about our podcast, you can go to doublethoughtdimension.com. You can email us at dtdimension at protonmail.com. You can find pictures on the internet, uh, Instagram at dt underscore Miracle Monday. Um, um, I'll try to find uh, just a still shot of the Fauci and Joe Biden with the mask and see if I can find some of the hyper-realistic ones. I'm not going to put the naked Asian lady on there. You'll have to go search that one up yourself. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for being a producer of this podcast. Feel free to reach out to us. Uh, again, thank you, Iceland. One person in Iceland, one per person in Minsk. Um, and remember, if you're hearing this transmission, you are the resistance.